Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings. With Jim Valley at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. And we got a lot to talk about here today. It is Wednesday here on this show. You know what that means? Tonight is AW Dynamite. We have one match announced. And a promo segment. And nothing else. This might be the least amount of things that have ever been announced for a Dynamite show. We're going to talk about that. We've got a ton of notes on things from the last couple of days. The Raw report from Monday, the NXT report, if we have time, we'll get into those. We got more notes on the death of Bray Wyatt. We have ratings, SmackDown, Collision, and Monday Night Raw, as well as what's going on with Bianca Belair and the WWE pay-per-view this weekend. There is a WWE pay-per-view and also an AEW pay-per-view. Saturday and Sunday, we have pay-per-views coming up this weekend. So we'll tell you the lineups for both of those, at least what we know right now. And, uh, man, I hope we have a whole, I hope we have the full lineup for the all-out show by the end of Dynamite tonight. Because we've at least got to have main events. We've at least got to have most of the top matches. Because Rampage and Collision are not doing huge numbers. And you need to sell this pay-per-view. I know people will say, ah, he says it'll do great even if they sell... I'm sure it will do fine if they sell no buys, but let's try to sell a bunch of buys. Let's get a lineup out there. So we'll talk about that and uh, plenty more. If you'd like to text us, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, F4W Online, on Threads, Instagram, and Cameo. At Brian Alvarez on the X. And when we come back... I will briefly speak of CM Punk and Miro. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Everyone 
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Doing fine. I'm still positive, but I uh, feel I feel better than yesterday. I didn't feel bad yesterday, really, but I did have that thing where your scalp is tender. You know that? Your hair kind of hurts. Mm. That was kind of weird. Really? But yeah, now I feel fine. I'm a little uh a little snot may show up here or there, but <laughs> you know, I, I think I got COVID after uh going to a show a couple of years ago and I, I definitely got it before the New Japan show in DC last year, but I do not remember my scalp hurting or any hair pain. It's just tender. Same. Like I I had a tender scalp. I, I've had it before when I was sick. It's not mm-hmm. unusual. But anyway, 
Is it a mind over matter thing? It's just when you get sick, that's like one of those Brian things. My like, my brain was was on fire yesterday. I think it's part of the problem. <laughs> okay, I want to mention this Miro Punk thing very quickly. Then I'm going to move on. And uh, I'm not mad, okay, but I have a request. Okay, are you being so, driven mad? No, very quickly, very quickly. Just to recap what happened. So, there was an incident with CM Punk and Jack Perry, which is being investigated right now. Both men are suspended, pending the result of this investigation. And shortly thereafter, there was a version of it that appeared on Twitter. And the version of it was that Jack Perry started the fight. Miro then tweeted that that side of the story was BS. Not true. I thought, wow. Wow. He went public saying that. That's wow. Then, of course, there was a story of, of CM Punk and the train getting lost. And, you know, people within AEW were asking the question, like, why didn't he take a cab or an Uber or whatever? And then shortly thereafter, Miro tweeted a picture of a cab and said, nice UK cab. I thought, wow, huh, how about that? That's interesting. So, then, yesterday on this show, I told the story about a confrontation between Miro and Punk that numerous wrestlers were talking about. And this was Tuesday, and the story was going around Monday. And so, it was a good 24, 36 hours People heard the story. They told other people the story. By the time I told the story on air, I'd heard the story from six different people. Okay? And every single one of them told me a version of the exact same story, which was that after the Samoa Joe match, uh, CM Punk was either in the training trainer's room or elsewhere. I, I heard two versions. And Miro came up and he was like, What happened with Jack Perry? And CM Punk's response was, oh, you got a problem with me? You want to take it outside? And Mira said, yeah. And then they didn't go outside. Punk went to the uh, trainer's room. And so that was the story. Okay? Now, I told the story on the air. And when I told the story on the air yesterday, nobody had told this story publicly yet. And when I told the story... Do you remember what happened immediately? Well, immediately, the word was, nothing of the sort happened. Nothing happened. There was not anything with Punk and Miro. So then, about three, four hours later, well, now all of a sudden something did happen. But the story was, well, they were just joking around. And it was misinterpreted by the wrestlers that heard the story. And then, of course, everybody was talking about, about this or that. And people are still saying here they were joking, they were joking. Okay. They were joking and it was misinterpreted. So, if you are a person who reported that it was all a joke and it was misinterpreted by the wrestlers, well, that's not true. And you do not have to believe me. I will give you a very, very simple 
assignment. Which I don't expect anybody to actually do this assignment, but I will say, if you want to know what happened, you can do this assignment, okay? I presume that, uh, you know, numerous people that are reporting on this have many, many sources within AEW, okay? If that's the case, I want you to ask around, okay? Because when I told the story yesterday, I would bet you that anywhere from a dozen to two dozen and maybe more people within the AEW locker room had heard the story that I heard. And they did not say that it was just a joke. The story that they heard was that this was an issue, a serious issue, okay? So, if you ask around, and if you talk to enough people, if you have enough people to ask, you will find people who heard the story exactly as I reported it, okay? Now, when you find those people that heard the story exactly as I reported it, and if you ask, you will find probably many people who heard the story exactly as I reported it. I want you to ask them, where did the story come from? Who was the source of this story? Now, when you get that answer, you will realize that, in fact, it was not something that was misinterpreted by the wrestlers. And you will also, as I did, start asking some questions about why what happened happened. So that is the assignment. I don't want to speak in riddles, but uh, maybe in a day or two, if nobody can figure this out, I mean, I'll, I'll just explain it. But I think that if people do as I said, ask around, find people who heard the story the way that I heard it, and find out who the source of the story is, it'll be interesting. So anyway, that's the story. Do, do you do we really need people poking around asking in the locker room any questions about anything right now? I mean, inside of the equation. Hey, listen, there's a lot of people right now, like Tony Khan. And there are some people there screaming, no, Brian, don't shut up. Don't let people ask anybody anything about anything until, you know, Monday at the very like earliest. You know, that's how I would be thinking about this right now if I were them. This is amazing. Absolutely amazing that we are now on a full year of this nonsense. It is 18 months if you include the MJF situation about is he leaving, is he not leaving, did he show up, did he not show up, why did they put the oxygen mask on his forehead instead of his nose when he was getting carted out by Wardlow, I don't know. But this is, it, it is, it, the parallels to the Jaguars, it's crazy. It's it's crazy to me. It's almost like father like son. Everybody says when it comes to Shad Khan in the NFL how nice of a guy he is. How much this guy wants to win. How much he wants a family atmosphere and a collective group all pushing ahead in the same direction. And they have been one of the worst teams in all of football, American professional football now since the time they started. There are constant organizational and accountability issues that take place there. Just a few months ago, the NFLPA actually graded, and the Jaguars players graded, 
they're on many issues, including rats being in the locker room. But the locker room morale was actually given a D minus 28th in the NFL along with food service and the training room and some other things that really they couldn't stand, including treatment of families that they got an F in. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because... Yes, please tell me. Obviously, there's obviously a disconnect here because there's a lot of Dante Fowlers and Leonard Fournettes and Jalen Ramseys and Ngakwes and guys who just could not wait to get out of there. And there constantly is an issue with people they bring in and put in management positions that continue to fail. And I'm just looking at the NFL, which I'm a big fan of, and looking at AEW and seeing a lot of the same issues with a lot of infighting for a place that really wants to work together and move things forward. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am moving on. Tonight, we have Dynamite. We have two segments official. Orange Cassidy versus Penta for the international title with the winner getting John Moxley all out. Don't yell at me about spoilers like they announced the match and then added this Penta match afterwards. Well, hey, might be a three-way at the uh, pay-per-view. Come on. And then we've got Adam Cole will speak following his all-in loss. And The, re- uh, the rest of the show is just going to be an ISO microphone on the crowd as they chant, we want punk. Again, I'm telling you, three, four shows in Chicago, uh, including all-in. I just, we're all out. I'm. This is going to be really... Well, this we'll is going see. to be a challenging weekend for everybody. We will see what happens. <laughs> so uh, MJF at the press conference said that he was uh, going to Paris, I believe he said, after the pay-per-view. And uh, I believe he is, in fact, in Paris. Sweet. So I don't know what that means for Sunday. It like, means he's on his way to Monte Carlo. I maybe. don't know if he's not on the show or if they're going to shoot some angle. I don't know when he gets back. I don't know anything. But I do know that he is apparently in Paris. And uh, I don't think he's on the show tonight, so I don't know what that means because I got a pay per view on Sunday. But um, you know they've got uh, it's kind of interesting. There's a lot of things like you know originally the story was that there might not be a lot of people here because of Bray White's funeral. Bray White's funeral has been moved, and so uh, you know there's not going to be the can't be in two places at one time. And then you know there's uh, there's a lot of rumors about COVID and AEW. But, uh, like, I don't know if there is or not. Like, I've heard people say that there's, there's, uh, you know, I don't want to say many people, but, like, there's... I had a source tell me that you gave everybody COVID. <laughs> I did not. But uh, but no, other people are saying zero. And I find that hard to believe that there would be really? zero. No. But that, that, was, uh, that was that. So uh, that is that. And then, of course, this weekend we've got five matches for All Out. Luchasaurus, Darby Allen. For the uh, TNT title held by Christian. Miro versus Hobbs. Chris Statlander, Ruby Soho for the TBS title. Orange Cassidy versus the winner of Penta and John Moxley. And then uh, Kenny Omega and Takeshita. That's what we have for Sunday's show at this point. Don't know what the main event will be. Don't know. I don't know nothing. There were a lot of people. I was kind of surprised with, like, you know, CM Punk's not going to be there. I don't think CM Punk would have ever been scheduled to be on Dynamite, even if it was in Chicago, considering they're doing a whole week of a weekend of things there. He wasn't necessarily needed for tonight, especially if he's going to be called out by somebody, which I would think is a possibility. He has been scheduled to be at the Cauliflower Alley Club for their 54th annual convention for quite some time now, and he's getting the Iron Mike Mazurki Award, which is about the top award that you can get there. So there was never a plan for him to be 
involved, I don't think, with the show tonight. Maybe a pre-tape or something like that. Now, when it comes to the pay-per-view, it sounds like, from what it feels like and sounds like, he was very much figured in. So there was going to be something that was going to happen in the next couple of days here that should have set him up for a match on Sunday. Now, apparently... That may be out the window, just depending on this if this investigation can wrap itself up. It's going to be an interesting call for Tony tomorrow on Thursday when it comes time for that press call and how much he's able to give up, and, and we'll see what we get out of him then, too. More details have emerged regarding the death of Wyndham Rotunda. According to police records obtained by TMZ, Rotunda had experienced heart complications in the weeks prior to his death. His family members told police he had COVID back in March and developed heart complications causing him to have a, quote, weak lower part of his heart. Hospitalized one week prior to his death due to a heart issue. Had a follow-up appointment with his doctor the morning that he died. He told his fiancée he was going to take a nap on Thursday, the day of his death, according to the police report. Offerman became concerned when his alarm went off an hour without stopping. Rotunda was discovered in his bed, not breathing, turning blue. Offerman called 911 as her mother attempted CPR, but Rotunda was later pronounced dead at the hospital. Report said Rotunda was advised by doctors to wear an external heart defibrillator, a device that is designed to treat people who experience sudden cardiac arrest. The defibrillator was later found inside Rotunda's vehicle parked in the driveway. So that's the that's the update from TMZ, which is, uh, man, I don't know, because all we heard prior to... Uh, his passing was that, man, he's doing great. He's doing a lot better. Should be back soon. Even his father said that he expected him to be back soon. And then he passes away, and we're told that he had an external heart defibrillator that he had to wear. So I don't know what's going on, but a terrible story. And uh, all the best to his friends and family. There were uh, video packages on, on... I have not seen SmackDown yet. I don't know if I will. But Raw and NXT both had video packages. Heart-wrenching. They had uh, video packages for Terry Funk as well. But those were more of the, uh, you know, the uh, video packages they would do video for, like, tributes, somebody yeah. that's going to go to the Hall of Fame. You know, they got the guy that goes, Terry Funk was a... Their Liv Schreiber. Yeah, but uh, the Bray Wyatt one was, I mean, man, that one was tough. Man, and it was well done. Really well done on, I mean, really short notice, too. Just... Unbelievable work, and what is, and I don't know if you had talked about this on another show or not, it's even more heartbreaking when you go back to him initially being pulled off the road, and then you had a, a long stretch of time where there were rumors that he had gotten COVID, but I, I certainly didn't know that for sure. I don't think anybody really, if they did, they weren't openly saying that he had gotten COVID. Then there was a large stretch of time where, they started going through releases, and then I, I I believe it was you on this show that brought up the fact that there is something that is preventing him from being cleared, but then that was never said, and then he ends up getting brought back, and it's like, okay, was this because of the cuts with Vince and Triple H and bringing guys back that he liked? Okay, great, he's, he's back now, and then this happened, and just to think about those pieces now forming back together again, it's just... It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible, and it shows you that just, again, one thing can lead to another and how much it weakened an incredibly, you know, healthy guy. I It just is It's so tragic for everybody involved. I will say that uh, we'll probably never have all the answers, but uh, the one question that I've never had answered to my satisfaction 
is why, when he had his first heart issue, did they fire him? Because, you know, the thing in WWE forever was we don't fire anybody when they're injured. And I'm talking like an injury, you know, you, you have whatever. And, you know, at worst, you would think, okay, well, you can't wrestle. We'll pay you through the end of your contract. But uh, it was it was very odd that he ended up being fired. And don't know why, don't know what happened, yeah. but... Uh, Especially in hindsight, knowing the circumstances now and knowing what the timeline was, you know, what what was it about or was it... I don't I don't know and I don't want to speculate any further on you know what what it possibly could have been but I'm glad it, obviously now even more in hindsight that I know he was looking to do Wyndham six things and then he ends up coming back into the fold thankfully he was able to come back into the fold I think because obviously you know he was able to make more money there and put away more for his family than doing almost anything else he you know out there a couple of ratings notes the smackdown with the Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk Tributes, 2.647 million viewers, so it was up a ton for that show. And then uh, the Collision Show on Saturday, 552,000, which was up 15%. This was a taped show. So again, it doesn't matter how many times we note that you know live versus taped, it doesn't matter. People always, to this day, believe it matters, and it never does. But they did a very, very good number for a taped episode. And then uh, Raw on Monday, 1.68 million, 18 to 49. And uh, still lower than the show had been doing without football competition. 1.74 million, 1.73 million. And uh, third hour with Becky and Zoe did uh, 1.57 million. So uh, that's not a, a fabulous number for that. We've got uh, the show they have coming up on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh oh, not gonna happen. Do it. Oh, he's gonna. Not gonna. He's gonna. Not gonna sneeze. sneeze. He's gonna. So we have. Uh, let's see. Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus in a steel cage match. We have Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the for the title. Rhea Ripley and Raquel also for the title. Rey Mysterio, Austin Theory, for the U.S. title. L.A. Knight versus The Miz. That's a segment I think you need to see. Oh, I saw it. Okay, I'm going to talk about Raw today and NXT. <laughs> but luckily for you guys, I'm going to I'm going to uh, slam them both into one segment. So oh man, look at on. you, a medley. Yeah, and then uh, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Judgment Day, in what is called a Steel City Street Fight for the tag team titles. <laughs> and uh, no, uh, there's not going to be that uh, Gunther match. With uh, Chad Gable. That's actually on TV next week is when they are doing that one. Yeah, good, because the honky-tonk man needs to come out first and get beat up just for, you know, yeah. purposes. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Bianca Belair, according to Fightful Select, is taking time off. Possibly three months. Oh. It says here that uh, her last appearance was uh, August 18th. They attacked the knee. Uh, which is storyline, and then uh, that's it. So I don't know what's going on, but hey, you know what? Sometimes people need a vacation. Could yeah. just be that. You know who's never going to get a vacation, by the way? Is John Moxley. Oh, This yeah. guy's never going to get a vacation. He's going to run out of blood before he takes a vacation. Yes. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our Labor Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539 That's 800-433-0539 Paid for by Fix My Student Loans Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs. No agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. All right, Raw and NXT real quick. We'll talk about what's important. So we had a Sami Zayn-Damian Priest match, and uh, Sami Zayn and Damian Priest, it was good. And uh, the story is that J.D. McDonough interfered. He grabbed the foot behind the ref's back of Sammy. Priest hit his finish and won. So uh, simple finish because they're doing a tag team title match coming up. And uh, the other part of the story is that Priest hates JD, but JD helped Priest win. And so JD tried to raise his hand afterwards. Priest shoved him down, told him to get out of his business. 
So this storyline is continuing here. Then we had uh, a segment with Riddle and Drew setting up a match. Actually, they're doing uh, New Day and the Viking Raiders, and uh, and Riddle and Drew are going to be out there and watch. Then we had Miz coming out to cosplay L.A. Knight. This is no exaggeration when I tell you that this was the greatest moment of the Miz's career. Yeah. And it's not even close. I mean, by miles and miles. If you have not seen this, you should go out of your way to watch Miz's rendition of L.A. Night. It was unbelievable. And then, unfortunately, he became Miz again. And then I was like, I don't care about the match. Well, and you know what? If you poll the crowd, everybody afterwards would say, yeah, I knew that was Miz the whole time. I bet you a lot of them didn't. God. Then we had New Day and the Viking Raiders. And uh, what happened here was, and this was actually just bad camera work. Uh, Drew started throwing chairs. And uh, one of them hit Xavier. Okay. And the announcers claimed it was an accident. But the way they shot it, it did not look... It looked like he just threw it and whacked Woods with it. And then uh, and then they double-teamed Kofi. They crushed him and they pinned him. And uh, I don't know if it was the chair spot, but I believe that Woods was hurt. So hopefully he'll be back soon. But something happened and, and, uh, and he suffered some sort of injury. Then we had an issue with Finn and Priest and, and uh, essentially um, relayed down the law. If we don't walk out with gold on Sunday, there may have to be some changes around here. Man, it usually takes a woman to do that there. Yeah. Yeah. Gunther did a promo on the announce table. This whole segment, like, I love these guys, but the booking was so stupid. Gunther explains that, yes, Chad Gable beat me, but he beat me by count out. He technically got a victory, but he actually won nothing. Next week, he says, it'll be me and Chad for the Intercontinental title on Raw. But tonight, Chad Gable must face my best man, Ludwig Kaiser. So they have a match, and it's good. And they wrestle, and I don't know how long they went. Let's say just say 12 minutes. And then all of a sudden, Chad hits this big moonsault, and then he hits the Chaos Theory in the ring, and Giovanni Vinci just ran in for the DQ. And then, you know, Otis hit the ring, but they beat up Otis. And then Chad tried to counter on Gunther, but Gunther killed him and powerbombed him, and they left him for dead. I was like, could you have done something dumber? Like, there ain't one person on the earth that believes that Chad Gable is ending the streak of Gunther. So what you need to do is give him everything until that match. And they didn't. They beat him up and left him laying like a geek, and he couldn't even beat Ludwig Kaiser. I was baffled by this. I'm wondering when Giovanni Vinci is finally going to have enough of being treated so poorly by everybody here. I mean, there is a history Months. of Italians turning on German heels. There, There is a history for that. We had a Shinsuke segment with Seth. Seth did his promo. And then we had another Shinsuke video, which was just about as good as last week. And if you haven't seen last week's, you should watch it. And it showed Nakamura doing karate and rolling and he said, I don't want to just defeat Seth. I want to dismantle the man. I want his wife to know. I am the reason she has to help him out of bed. I'm the reason he will not be able to walk his daughter down the aisle on her wedding day. His body has betrayed him. I will destroy his back and put him out of his misery. He has no honor, no code, and no future. Damn. And so Seth starts cutting a promo on Nakamura, and Nakamura ends up jumping him from behind, lays him out, 
And then he whispers in his ear, I told you to watch your back. Nakamura's got to win, dude. This Nakamura is awesome. Awesome. Chomping Bronson Reed. Chomping one with a crucifix bomb. We had Rhea coming out. And here's the, here's the thing. Like, whatever they screwed up with Gunther and Chad Gable, they actually did everything right with Rhea and Raquel. Rhea comes out. She goes, Raquel had to fake an injury to get one up on me. It'll never happen again. So, of course, Raquel comes down. She beats the hell out of Rhea. Rhea bails. Dom hits the ring. This distracts Raquel. Rhea jumps her. Raquel beats her ass a second time and sends her packing. I like it. That's how you do it! Yes. And while Bianca's gone, I know it's different shows, but let's get the ball rolling on Raquel so when Bianca comes back again, you have a overload of really quality women who can go out there and thump. Then we had Becky, Zoe, Falls Count Anywhere, Tiffany Stratton watching on. They're, they're bringing Becky to NXT. They're determined to beat Dynamite in 18-34. to 34. I don't think they're going to beat them in 18-49, to 49, but at some point, Becky's going to, to NXT. But that hardcore match, and by the end, I thought this turned into a very, very good Falls Count Anywhere match. My only issue is just the rules are stupid. Like, Trish is out there. It's it's no DQ. So, like, she could just interfere. She could be 2-on-1 the entire match. But she patiently waits outside and only interferes every now and then and then waits outside again. And if you can get that out of your head, because they do it in every promotion, I mean, it ended up being a really good match. The one thing about this match, though, is that at one point, Trish starts throwing chairs into the ring. I don't know what happened, man, but she accidentally beamed Zoe right in the eye with a chair. And it was not a planned spot. Like, it kind of plays into it because you, you, as a fan, feel that, well, eventually, you know, Zoe's going to split from, from Trish. But this was a total accident. And she, like, the edge of the chair, bing, right in the head. And Zoe's practically in tears trying to play it off. I mean, that sucked. But uh, Becky thwarted them both, hit the manhandle slam off the platform on Zoe, got the pin. And then the show ended with Becky in tears, holding up a Bray Wyatt armband. And after the show, she cut a really nice promo on him. And Yeah. But uh, there's some good stuff on that Raw. And then for NXT, we had the Creed Brothers and the Dyad in a cage match. I know some of you don't want to give NXT a chance, but just listen to me here. I am not a fan of the cage match where dudes, you know, get in the cage. Because, like, the whole point is to keep guys out. But, man... Creed Brothers come out, and all of the heels attack Brutus. They drag him to the back, and they lock Julius in the cage by himself with the dyad, both of them. It's two-on-one. This guy, makes he, he's doing great, but then, of course, he gets cut off. They're beating him two-on-one. And all of a sudden, Brutus returns, and he does the Braun Strowman thing where he runs around ringside, Larry, and he's just taking out these guys in the masks one by one. And then he finally gets to the end. There's like 10 guys standing there to block him. And he just goes running for the 7-10 split. And he hits these guys and 10 dudes just explode and go flying. Brutus bowling ball, baby. Bro, the place going crazy. And then he storms up the stairs and he grabs the door and he tears the door off. And he gets in the ring with the door and he starts killing and dying with the door. This place is going wild. And then they beat him and they left him for dead. Dude, if you're going to do this... Like, this was perfect, the way that they did this here. It was awesome. So uh, the Creeds have been reinstated, and uh, that was great. 
And if you want to be more bullish on Julius, there's a spot in the match where he has got an ankle lock on one of the dyad, then picks up the other member of the dyad. And yes, there was some assistance here, but one arm powerbombed him while keeping the ankle lock on. It this is was a so well done. Visual. It was so well done. And by the way, if you, if you haven't, watch the Creeds on Instagram actually do some of their workout stuff that they do if you've never seen that. Absolutely amazing stuff. Okay, now, another one. If you don't like NXT, they are doing a G1. Two blocks, point system, the block winners face off, winner gets two points, loser gets zero, a draw is one point each. The tournament includes Butch, Charlie Dempsey, Tyler Bate, Axiom, Nathan Frazier, Joe Coffey, Akira Tozawa, and Duke Hudson. They had two block matches on this show. They were both great. And uh, this goes all the way through November twenty or September 26th. And then the winner will face Noam Dar at No Mercy. So the first one was Charlie Dempsey and Butch. The only negative I have is the time limits are 12 minutes. And hey, this year, the uh, 20 minutes for the G1. They should have just said 20 minutes and just not have them go that long. But uh, this match was great. Dempsey's got an awesome bridge. And uh, finally, Pete snapped his fingers, bitter end, gets two points. Very, very good match. Then Ilya, Ilya Dragunov comes out, and uh, long story short, he'll be facing uh, Oro Mensa next week. And they're teasing an Ilya Dragunov-Noam Dar match, which I'm all for. I am all for that match. Lola Vice, Electra Lopez beat Kalani Jordan and Dana Brooke. Uh, fans love this Lola. She's a heel, but she's, don't matter. Yeah. Every time she's in the ring, they just chant her name. And uh, they double-teamed Kalani Pinder, and then uh, Dana was real mad. Then we had uh, Trick meeting with Carmelo. He wants to know if... Uh, Carmelo wants to know if Trick thinks that he can beat Ilya on his own without any help. And uh, Trick says, I don't think... And Carmelo cuts him off and goes, That's all I need to hear. And he storms out. And after he's gone, Trick says, I don't think you can beat him. I know you can. So there's a, there's an issue here. Eddie Thorpe, uh, Dijak... Uh, Dijak used a loaded fist to win. Had a Corbin segment with Braun Breaker. They're teasing a match between those guys. A loaded fist. You make it sound like he's crushed at WrestleMania doing the gimmick there. Like he took it off and put something in there and put it back on again. One of the stakes of the tournament, it's for the Heritage. It's a Heritage <laughs> Cup tournament. Yes. Yes. Nathan Frazier, Joe Coffey, Heritage Cup match. Another excellent match. Except Nathan Frazier almost died. Well, yeah. He did the spot where he was hitting the ropes at 8,000 miles an hour. And the thing happened where he missed the top rope, and his head goes under, and it snaps forward. I thought he was dead. And uh, to his credit, like, if that happened to me, I'd never run the ropes again. They did, like, one spot to get his head back in the game, and then, man, he started sprinting those ropes again like nothing happened. That's a ballsy dude. Yeah, he is. And uh, so Frazier ends up getting pinned by Coffee. He gets pinned with a Larry after missing the Phoenix Splash. And for a second, I, like, forgot what the tournament was. I was like, he's out! And then I realized, no! He's Naito. He's going to do some jobs early, make the big comeback there at the end. <laughs> we had Duke Hudson and Andre Chase in class. The storyline now is that Thea Hale is a rebellious teenager hanging out with the wrong crew. <laughs> oh, man. Now, she this skips is class to go party with J.C. Jane. J.C. Jane, who they shoot, they do a shot to her, they cut to her, and they the pan up from, she's in all black, and the like guitar riff goes, like, Oh, man, we're in bad shape now. Bad influences. 
And then the main event was uh, Kiana, Blair, Gigi, and Roxanne. Winner oh, is the number this. one contender. And, uh, you know, it, it depended on who was in there. It's, cert, certain people were in there. I won't mention names. It was really good. Other people, it was not good at all. And so, you know, they're doing the match, and all of a sudden, Kiana sneaks in, lays out Roxanne, and pins Gigi Dolan. So the match next week is Tiffany Stratton versus Kiana James, heel versus heel. And at first I was like, what? But then I realized, well, you know, my presumption is it's just a match. Just do the match next week. It doesn't matter who's babyface and heel because they ain't doing promos. The match is next week. And, uh, you know, Tiffany wins and then maybe get that big surprise appearance by Becky because they're strongly teasing that Becky's going to be there. We just don't know when. Maybe they'll announce on Raw that she's going to be watching the match. I don't know. But anyway, show ended with Carmelo storming in HBK's office. He wants to rematch with Ilya. And uh, that's that. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, 
put your head in the sand? Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi. A person here goes, I'm disappointed Metaphor wasn't on holiday in California. People can't figure out why I love NXT. It's like all, all AEW runs... The biggest show ever in London. And then when the show's over, the champion, in order to celebrate, he goes, I'm going to go on a big tour of, the, of Europe. I'm going to go to Paris. I'm going to go. Meanwhile, these guys live in Florida, and they are so excited to go to California. Well? That's the story. You ever drive cross-country? Do you know we're going to go fun. to California? <laughs> I'll go with Jakara Jackson anywhere she wants. Listen, say that. Hey, I live in Washington. I like going to Oregon, but I've never come on here and go, guys. I'm going on vacation. You know where I'm going? Oregon. Whoa! Yeah. Can you believe it? I almost said a bad word. I'm I'm going to Oregon. I'm the Oregon oh, man. Trail. Don't don't get dysentery. The COVID is enough. Yeah. Did I do better than Miz or worse? Okay, we're out of time. <laughs> I gotta go. Tonight, uh, it'll be Wrestling Observer Radio with myself and Dave. And you know, the thing is, I'm still not fully over my jet lag. I woke up at like 6.30 this morning like this. I saw you tweeting, yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing up? I was like, I got to go back to sleep, but I couldn't. And I was wide awake at 6.30 this morning. And there's no way, there's no way we're recording before like 12.30 or 1 tonight. So I'm going to have to try to take a rare nap. Anyway. Hey, if you get up that early, you should listen to the wrestling news. What a life. Not bad. I'm going to go make a steak. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>